drop the subject. All right, let's get this show on the road. And by the road, I mean sitting here in this studio and not near any roads. Um, today is Friday by day. Usually I'm joined by my bisexual buddy, Clayton Ferris. But he is doing something that I considered a dream job that I have not ever had the opportunity to do. Jared Hill's in with me again today. Thank you, Jared, for returning. Thank you for having me. Um, he got a job guest starring on a soap opera. Uh-oh. And that is badass, in my what opinion. What soap is he on? Uh, I can't tell you. Oh, you can't He's tell not me, allowed to not say yet. yet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But I he was... has two episodes on a soap. That's exciting. Yeah. I, okay. I think that that's really exciting. Um, I had an interesting night last night. Okay. I don't know, Jared, if you've ever heard of cryotherapy. It's not okay. where lesbians just sit around and cry. <laughs> okay, then I haven't heard of it. No, cryotherapy makes me think cold. I think about cryogenics when they're like freezing the body. So is this that cold chamber thing you stand in? It is in? where you go into a giant chamber and your head is sticking out of it. And uh, you go in sub-zero temperatures. It goes to like minus 250 degrees, which I did not know at the time. Oh my God. But I had been told many times to try it. And so my wife and I were finally like, we had gotten a coupon. Coupon really sucks you in, even when cryotherapy is involved. I mean, involved. listen, coupon is always like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, to shoot yourself in the foot, but it's cheaper. <laughs> huh. Okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. Think about that. Free coffee for life if I shoot myself in the foot? I'm down for <laughs> exactly that. right. <laughs> uh, you get a free donut at <laughs> Starbucks if I just shoot myself in the foot? I'll think about I'm down it. down for it. So we stopped by this place and... If you had to guess how many other jobs the cryotherapy guy that worked there had, oh god, what would you guess? This is like when your Uber driver's like, I'm also a this and a that, and yep. here's my card and a such and such. Yes. Um, at least three. Okay, yes. It was, I think, four by the end of the conversation. Oh, uh, he looked like a guy who did CrossFit, so that's just kind of the guy who was like, hey, uh, what's up? Come on in. Yeah, no problem. I'll tell you. Let me give you a little tour, all right? I'm going to show you how all I this works. I wish I see the way your mouth is moving right now, because I so can see this guy. Okay. Yeah, he's super friendly. His name is Dan. Of course. And uh, he said, well, you know, I'm also... Uh, he was like, what kind of exercising you do? And we're like, oh, we do some spin classes and we do this. And he's like, oh, totally get it. I'm a spin instructor. I was like, okay, that's one. Well, that's, well he's the, he works at the cryo place, so then he's also a spin instructor. Okay. Then he talked about some of the um, hazards, potential hazards that could happen if you go in there. If you, say, haven't eaten in a while, he explained that this bodybuilder who was a client of theirs passed out in the cryo oh, chamber. That would have been red flag number 17. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but you know, you, you deprive yourself sometimes for these big like shows or these big, and I get it, I'm boxer. I was like, okay, there's three. Okay. And then I realized by the end of it that he owned this place. So he also was a business owner because he owned oh. the cryotherapy place because he said, we also do a VIP package where you can... <laughs> What? Come in at any time, 24-7. Sometimes these guys, they get off a plane at four in the morning and they got to do their weird cryotherapy thing. Who's doing cryotherapy at two o'clock in the morning? People who are obsessive about working out and recovery or something. I don't know. So did you actually end up doing this? We not only did that, we did a million of the other treatments because my wife is the biggest sucker to any salesperson. Okay. They're like, you also have to try a cryofacial. She's like, okay. 
I'm in. <laughs> then they also put these things on my legs that like compress your feet, like they compress your muscles. So okay. it's basically like your whole body's in like a blood pressure thing. That you probably know? felt good. Didn't it, it felt great. Yeah. It felt like a giant was Hug. hugging me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, and so I but did. But it's also cold? No, that one wasn't cold. Okay. It was just you put your legs in this big, like. It's like you have, yeah, in this big compression, like zip up thing. It's like you're wearing really large pants. Okay. And then it compresses you. Anyway, so I was doing that while she was getting her cryo face thing. And then she also did some kind of like a, (laughs) I forget what it was. It was like a thunder massage thing. It was like this weird piece of machinery. It was like a gun thing that has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So she did that. Yeah. And then at the end, we closed it out with the cryotherapy. And we get in there. And um, I was the first one to go in, and I felt freezing, of course, Whoa. which we knew that that was going to happen. He wouldn't tell me what temperature it was going down to until the end. And then he was like, by the way, that was minus 250 degrees. I was like, what in the hell? Because he didn't want to freak you out. Yeah, he didn't want to freak me out. And he was asking me questions about, what did you do today? What did you do? And I was like, we talked about bars that don't uh. have alcohol in them. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you, were you like shivering? Because yeah. it seems like... Okay. Yes, there's video footage of this. And uh, oh and then God. eventually there's a moment where he's asking me what I'm going to do after this. And I was like, I'm going to make dinner broccoli and <laughs> rice. <laughs> and there's this moment where my eyes start closing. Oh, no. And then you can hear my wife going, is she going to die? <laughs> what? And then he's like, no, no, no. She's totally fine. She's in shock right now. It's <laughs> no, fine. She's just going into anaphylactic shock. Right. No, I I, uh, I ended up being fine. But he was say, he at that moment, he said, look at me. Look at me. And I was like, okay, all right. This is, And I felt this moment where I was like, I don't know what's happening in my body and I can't really think straight. And then, and it, Anyway, it was only three minutes. This was only three minutes. It felt like three hours. It felt like a million hours, yeah. So then I finally got out. He gave me a little robe. I started thawing. And then he... Uh, and then Katie went in and she did her, her whole thing. And um, then at the end, when we were all checking out and I was paying much more than I thought I was going to pay, <laughs> he said... Yeah, wow, I was actually freaking out there for a minute. <laughs> Excuse me? And I was like, you're not supposed to tell me that. What? You, no doctor should ever... This has happened to me multiple times this year. I went to a new doctor who legit said whoops while he was checking. Oh, he was giving me a pap no. smear. Yeah. Uh, not during a pap smear? During a pap smear, he said whoops, and he also said, huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Those are noises you're not allowed to make yes. during appointments. You're also not supposed to say, "Wow, you really freaked me out there uh, for a minute." No, I was kind of panicking. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Look, look at, at me. me. Look at me. Oh my god. So then, of course, regardless of this snafu, Katie is all down. To, she's like all in on cryo. She's like, "I want to do everything all the time." I and know I'm, you almost died, but throw I know, me in yeah, there. Yeah. She's like, "I'm down for it." So here's here's what I'm pitching to you and I want to get your thoughts on this there's a uh, unlimited package for like I don't know 300 bucks or Ellie, something like that if you're considering doing this again I'm going to throw no, here's what I, here's what I was thinking so she wants to do the unlimited and I'm like I don't want to do that and I don't want you to spend money on that because this is stupid mm-hmm. um, I also think that they lie to you they're like you burn like five to 800 calories in this cryo thing I'm like that is BS Let you have no you right proof there. of that yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, she wants to do it. My theory is say I want to do some of the other things, like maybe the facial or maybe that little giant giant hugging you thing, because mm-hmm. that was exciting. 
Katie and I, people make jokes that we look alike. Mm-hmm. So why don't we get one and then we can switch off going in there and say we're each other. Your picture's not on it, right? No. I say you totally do it. They're scamming you. Why don't you scam them back? Right, exactly. Okay, so you you're you approve of I'm that. I'm 150% here for this idea. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Because people always joke that we look alike and they're like, "Oh, you narcissist, you married yourself." And I don't know if you've ever heard this as a people, I mean, couples I think in general sort of start morphing into the same pe- person if yeah. they are together long enough. Yeah. But particularly with the queer community. I I always hear this, first of all, I always hear it with people and their dogs. And then I also hear it with, uh, with people who've been together a long time. I guess I haven't been in a relationship long enough for that. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I think especially with, if you guys can really pull that off. So why don't I use it to my advantage, right? Absolutely. Like, as long as you don't go in at the same time or within like a day of each other. Well, her point was that we need to figure out who's working there when. Because we've already met Dan. We've already met so Dan. So we came in together as Dan with Dan. And we need to know if there are other, there have to be at least two other people working there because there's got to be one person who knows Katie as Katie and there's got to be another person that knows me as Katie. And if, then what if I walk in and it's not the person I thought that was working there? This is like a twin switching places. Right. This is like the parent trap, but for lesbians. This is also, (laughs) I love this is the lesbian, right? The clam (laughs) trap. I I, I think this also, uh, this, this could work. I think. If you guys figure out how to make it pop for you guys, this is also like the most L.A. thing. Like anyone that's not in L.A. is like, oh, there's L.A. people. People in Seattle are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but I mean, this is this is it starts here and then it goes throughout the whole country. And then everyone's doing this weird cryo crap. And it just goes back to the trends of, you know, in caveman days, eating was a luxury and being warm was a luxury. And now we're starving ourselves and putting ourselves in sub-zero temperatures to get skinny. When you put it that way, you do raise a valid point. (laughs) I think you guys should scam the scammers. Okay, cool. I I don't know. I I don't know if I'm still, even if it's split down the middle, I don't know if it's worth the money. And and then it's just another thing I have to unconvince Katie of, but she's really on the cryo train right now so I'm trying to figure out a way to save she'll also be over it in like two months or something See, that's what I think. she's not gonna be like five years in like oh cryo has really changed my life you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is gonna last longer than a quarter I doubt it I just need to find one I just need to find something to replace that that's cheaper yeah so that's it, my next there'll thing. be another thing by the end of the summer hey, remember McDonald's <laughs> why don't we do that all you have to do is shoot yourself in the foot remember how right. you used to feel about cheese <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We have a lot of exciting things to get to today. So much. We have a gayest news headline of the week. We go through all the uh, headlines that seem really gay. Some of them are gay, and some of them just seem like they are. So we will go over the nominees, and we'll declare a winner. Okay. Uh, Miss America... Was happened last night, and we have, I think, a history making winner. I think so. And uh, there's all kinds of. We have a brand new segment that we're trying out called Politics for Dummies. There we go. Um, Jarrett knows about politics, and I'm a dummy. So that's how we came up with this. I didn't see you pitching it that way. (laughs) (laughs) But I figured, you know what? There's a lot of things going on in politics that I don't understand. Some of the headlines that you want to talk about, I literally know zero of the words and what they mean. I don't know what any of these words mean, especially in sequence with one another. (laughs) Right. I didn't know all those words formed a sentence. (laughs) So I think that uh, what we need to do is break it down dummy style. So we will do that when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Friday, getting into, a, a, I guess, a holiday weekend, Cinco de Mayo. I mean, I don't know what better holidays there are yeah. than things that include Mexican food. Yes. And, uh, Unless I you're Willie, who doesn't eat Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Food. Or, yeah, our friend Willie, who does not like Mexican food. But what we have discovered, and this is breaking news that I think we will get into later in the show... There is a surprising amount of people that have never tried a taco. You say surprising. I say frustrating and infuriating. It is. I mean, it, I agree yeah. with you. I mean, we are in agreement. And uh, so I think that there's a channel. Channel Q is getting behind a lot of causes. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a very important one that we need to add to our list. It's actually really sad if you <laughs> if you think oh, how many people are deprived of the, had taco. Of the, I'm sorry. Of the crunch. It just makes me really emotional. With the cheesy gordita crunch, which is soft and hard. How dare you? <laughs> oh my God, the cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, thank you. It is. It is. At uh, night when I pray, I thank God for the cheesy gordita <laughs> crunch. The chalupa. Uh, I'm not a chalupa girl. I, I'm a crunch wrap supreme lady. Oh, the crunch wrap supreme. Yeah. Should I've been actually getting Taco Bell a fair amount. I was going to say, should year, we Taco year. Bell? I, like... I don't think I'm actually allowed to without my wife. <laughs> she oh, will noted. be noted. very upset if I, I go without her. I eat Taco um, Bell like twice a year now because I feel like it's really hard on your body, but it's so good. But... Well, it's the best of the, I mean, other than In-N-Out, it's the best of the fast foods, oh, I would. I think. Jesus. And I think the best of the fast foods for you. But uh, we moved to a place that has a Taco Bell around the corner, and I think that's really what has changed has everything really solidified for us. It for yeah. you? If we're on the way home and it's late, it's like, well, it's right there. It's cheap. It's We both like it. There's a Taco Bell two blocks from my house. Maybe we should just hang out here in this conversation. <laughs> we'll, get to the, we'll get to the, 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 to the politics stuff later. Um, no, but like there's a, there's one by my house, but it's being renovated. And I'm like, when it reopens, I will be there with bells on. Is it going to be a Taco Bell cantina? It's a, Wait, what is that? Um, what? You don't know what that is? What the calabasas are you talking no, about? No, it's not the well. The one that's by our house is not a, a Taco Bell cantina, but in Vegas and in many other locations, they have now Taco Bell cantinas where they have the drinks that you would like too. It's like all those frozen daiquiri craps that are, are you super serious? sweet. Yeah, you go in there and it's like got bar stools and you can get your cheesy gordita crunch and have like a like a Fat Tuesday type drink. Okay, it's and exciting. get married. Okay, and and you can get married. People have gotten married there. Justin, let's move the politics segment to the next thing because now we're I'm, I'm heavily into this with the tacos too. Wait, so they have alcoholic beverages? They have alcoholic beverages. Yes. Uh, Are it, you kidding? Yeah, me? Swirling around in little slushy machines behind the taco cashier. Do yeah. You, when you walk in, do you hear angels singing? Like <laughs> this is heaven. Like, um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Also, my uh, you know remember when the fires happened? Yeah. Uh, there, we had really bad damage in our area. Our place was fine, but uh, we, on the air, spoke to Katie, my wife, on the phone as she was driving back into the area after we had all been evacuated. Through the fires on we the were, hills? It was, it was not on fire, but it was still, it was the debris and everything was still smoldering, and they hadn't opened the roads and let people officially back into their homes yet, but right. Katie was just going back to check it out. So we were we called her, and we had her reporting about what, what she could see and she the first thing she said was the taco bell is still standing oh thank god she said it's still there and she was very excited yeah i was like before we check on the the house and the belongings it was the neighbors it was definitely but are the cheesy gordita crunches going
going to be available. Yes, there are. So I uh, remember being in high school and walking into a, a Taco Bell with a friend of mine. Uh, and they had just remodeled it. It was beautiful. And her and I just stood at the doors and we were like, is anyone going to seat us? <laughs> We they don't we have wait staff now? Right. No, yeah, it was great. Uh, well, why don't we just talk about this now? There are yes. 2% of Americans have never tried a taco. And this is a travesty, especially leading into a holiday weekend like Cinco de Mayo. My fellow Americans. What are you doing with your lives? A silent tragedy plays out every day in this country. Across our fair land, 6.5 million of our brothers and sisters suffer from every day, uh, every day in the shadows because they have not tried a taco yet. Um, I don't know how a person goes through, you know, some of those people who pride themselves in being like, mm, well, I've never eaten a cheeseburger. And you're like, you're just doing that on purpose at this point for attention. Exactly, yeah. You know, like eventually you, you eventually realize, well, everyone's flabbergasted by the fact that I haven't had a cheeseburger. So I'm just always going to say I'm never going to try one or I've never had coffee or I've never had a sip of alcohol, which some people have their reasons for that. I get it. But when you've never had a taco it's because you don't love yourself. It's because you don't love America. No, I'm just kidding. It's because you hate America. It's fine. You can say it. But it's like, even if there are people that are like, I don't want to have a taco because I want to have American food. I don't even think that tacos can be considered, like, of course, there's uh, like authentic Mexican cuisine, They've but so the taco has been so Americanized yeah. by this point. I don't think that that works as a defense. Well, and like America doesn't have like uniquely American food, right? Like we're we're a, a yeah, country we don't have, that yeah. is like an amalgamation of all kinds of different stuff. And so, like, yeah, I, I was thinking that too when I heard like some people haven't had a taco. I was like, I wonder who they voted for. Um, but <laughs> right. I just, yeah, the idea that you haven't had a taco, it's like I've. I've literally grown up having tacos. I grew up in California, so I'm in go fig. But like, I've had tacos since as long as I could remember, and they always bring me joy. Yeah, and I I cry for the people who have never experienced that joy, and have the people who have never had a taco also never had any other aspect of American of, of, of Mexican, Mexican food. food? Like, yeah, like have they never had nachos? Also, have okay. they never had a burrito? Nachos, burritos, and tacos are like on the hierarchy, like very very high for me. I'm just <laughs> stuff that I eat all the time, and and then love with. Um, what I have is the, what is the order? Uh, it it, cha- it goes back and forth. So like it's, right now it's nacho burrito taco, <laughs> but for the longest time it was burrito taco nacho. So you check in with this list every couple of weeks? Yeah. Or? Well, like there's a place near my house um, and they have the best nachos. Like I just love a good plate of nachos. Like I feel like they're great for when you're sad, when you're happy, when you're tired, when you're wide <laughs> When they're awake. breakfast nachos, I lunch mean, nachos, evening on. nachos, uh, when they do tachos, tots made of nachos. Okay, you get your little <laughs> self out of this studio. <laughs> I, tachos are something that God created. <laughs> And when he was taking Jesus back right after Easter, was like, I'm going to leave this right here for you. Jesus isn't going to come back for a while. Right. I'm going to leave you I'm with this. I'm leaving you tachos, t- maybe a cheesecake. You know what I mean? Like a few things. <laughs> to tide you over until oh the second gosh. coming. Oh my gosh. I think that's a beautiful, that's tachos? a beautiful thing. Oh. So if you have never, if you are one of the 6.5 million Americans Call that has us. never tried a taco, Please call us right now. It is urgent. 833-77-CALL-Q. 833-77-CALL-Q. I, I'm, I'm reminded of the late, great Maya Angelou, who in this moment would probably say, I weep for you. <laughs> I weep. I know why the taco list. Uh, yeah, I, listen, <laughs> I 
weep for you. <laughs> There's like W H so Please, like, so I many weep. H's in there. Um, oh. So call us again, 833-77-CALL-Q. If you're really shy about it or you want to remain anonymous in some way, you can we also tweet. We don't have to say your name. Yeah, we don't have to say your name or anything. And if you really feel that nervous, you can tweet at us at DTS Show or you can send, a, send us a DM on Instagram at DTS Show. But if you have never tried a taco, this is going to be part of our cause, our new cause for Channel Q to make sure that that 2% of America that is not tried a taco has tried a taco the by the end of the year. privileged of America. Yes. Really. Let me also say, like, if our phone lines light up, I'm going to be a little bit pissed about it. <laughs> I'm going to be a yeah. little bit pissed about it. I would it. hope that if you are a fan of Channel Q, uh, you've had a taco before. We better not get more than two calls. <laughs> I'm right. just going to put that up. Oh my God, it's lighting up. No. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Maybe we'll take a call if we get one. We'll see. Uh, and then we will eventually get into politics, politics for dummies, for dummies. Uh, after this break. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. I'm Jared Hill sitting in for Kevin Klein next to Allie Johnson. Our entire show has really been thrown off by tacos and Taco Bell. And rightly so. And rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually did get a call, which both of us looked at each other like, what? Yeah, Justin picked up the phone and said hello, and we looked at each other like, stop You cannot be serious. Now, this wasn't exactly what we were were looking for, but we do need to clarify something for the confused. I believe Steven's on the phone. Is that right? Yes. Steven, how are you? I'm perplexed. You're perplexed. Now, before we get into the question that you had, you have had tacos, right? I am 53 years old, and I have survived on tacos and burritos most of my life. Okay. okay. So you're familiar. So you're, so you're living a, a, a good life. You're, you've, you've chosen the right path. Um, but you, you did not understand something we were talking about? I have no flippin' idea what tacho is. Oh, what a tacho is. Well, I know tacos and I know tachos, but I've never heard of a tacho. We are about to change your life for the better. And you better get to the nearest tacho you can find <laughs> once you find out. Let me tell you. So, knock ta- my socks off. I'm ready. So, a tacho, Ali. Do you want to explain? Sure. Uh, you know, a regular nacho platter is made of corn chips with various cheese, guacamole, maybe some beans and meats and things like that. You replace those corn chips. With tater tots. Oh, my God. And you you. have tachos. They are tater tot nachos. I could go into full worship right now. Like, it is the... Okay. It's amazing, You two may be off the rainbow right now. (laughs) Off the rainbow? Excuse me? Are you not... Are you telling us you're not on board with... Are you going through a wind tunnel? Or are you in a jet I'm trying to get my- to the nearest place? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I, am, I am in my private jet going through the Whitewater Pass on the way to Fontana. Here's my issue. Now, I've seen these people that try and use French fries to make nachos. I take average with this. Okay. I, tacos, I- tacos, nachos, and burritos have no place with Tom Freaks, French fries, or tater tots. <laughs> I, you know what? I disagree on the palm streets. You, you, you clearly have not had a tacho, and it's okay. It's it's okay. It's something that we're going to have to just I, deal with. Yeah, I think that he doesn't understand. But I, 
What? But I want to rock your world. I'm going to give you a, a, a good turn, a good deed in turn. Okay. Now, because you're lucky and you, like me, have a Taco Bell right around the house, right around the corner from your house. I live in Desert Hot Springs. So you we call just it got lucky. a Taco I call Bell about blessed. a year ago. Nice. Okay, Taco Bell serves a frozen drink in every Taco Bell. It's called a freeze. Okay. They have a new flavor. Okay, get ready for it. It's a watermelon freeze. Oh, my oh. God. It has seeds in it. It has seeds in it? The first time I saw it, I said, this has got to be so awesome. It is so fresh that it even has the watermelon seeds in it. Now, I got it the first time, and I spit the seeds out as I was drinking it. The second day, I went back to get one because I loved it, and the, the sales girl asked me, do you want the candy seeds in it today? Oh, they're candy. They're candy. They're like little sweet tarts, but here it gets better. <laughs> You, Steven, order, you're a national you cannot mean it gets better. They put tater tots in order it. A watermelon for, <laughs> order a watermelon freeze and turn around and go home and add some tequila to it. Uh, Bam. Oh, Taco Steven. Bell now serves a, a watermelon margarita. Okay, so Steven is basically creating a Taco Bell t- cantina out of any regular old Taco Bell he's by using his, this freeze and adding alcohol. He's got his own secret menu situation there going on. There you go. That's interesting. There you go. Steven, I appreciate you and I think that it's I, I don't know if we're on board with the I don't know if we're on the same page with the tacho conversation yet I think that Irish nachos are very different than tachos Wait, and what's an Irish nacho that's when you use fries oh is that what that's called yeah or potatoes well aren't French aren't okay, fries supposed to be minute. French uh yes I'm but Irish I'm Irish cool. and I have dual citizenship <laughs> and um Ireland does not do uh, French fries with nacho toppings on it. Yeah. There's no Irish nachos. No, I don't think that in Ireland there are Irish nachos. But thank you, Stephen, for your call. We appreciate you giving us a call and clearing up all this stuff. I think that us bringing not tachos into his life and then him bringing this freeze this into our life. Situation. I don't know if it's the same, but I do appreciate that we are sharing. I feel like they're, sharing. they're adjacent. Yeah, I, they're I adjacent. See that. I think that you would like that drink, though. Well, I see. I was going to say... I like the idea of the freeze adding in tequila, but I'm one of the few black people, uh, you know, watermelon is like a whole stereotypical thing, (laughs) but I'm actually allergic to watermelon. Really? And every time my black card review comes up uh, every every other year, (laughs) it comes up and they're like, you're allergic to watermelon? I'm like, I know it's a thing. I don't want to talk about it. And I I have to go through the exam. Um, But yeah, I can't, I I broke out when I was in fifth grade, I had watermelon and I broke out in like a crazy hive on my forehead. I'm pretty confident I could have it now and be fine, but I'm really not interested in finding out you're not interested in finding out I don't, so you I, don't want to get this drink we can yeah, get the drink well I mean I think they probably have like a mango or some kind of other flavor but like I'm not interested in the possibility of the hive oh I am yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I want to see, see this what hive. happens it's yeah. very fascinating yeah no I, I, I've sh- had to shy away from the watermelon since I was a kid after that oh so. okay well my parents to be don't seem to remember this every time it comes up they're like you're allergic to what I'm like were you still feeding me watermelon <laughs> like anyway yes maybe it was a dream sometimes it's a mis- mismemory, you know? Yeah, so um, that's a thing. Okay, we were supposed to be doing... 
politics for dummies, but we've been completely derailed by this this breaking news that only that two percent of Americans or six and a half million people have not had a taco, and how devastating that was. Um, <laughs> that we had to reference Maya Angelou. It's more important than anything going on. I in mean, politics listen, exactly. So we might have to uh, handle these stories later. But there are a couple of headlines um, that you were looking at them, and you're like, "What does that even begin to mean?" Yes. Um, so the first one. <clears throat> Uh, says White House rolls back regulations meant to avoid the next Deepwater Horizon. Nothing but question that, marks. I was gonna say, for what me. does that sound like to you? Well, Deepwater Horizon sounds like just sounds goddess moon circle. Yes, okay, it okay. really does. Uh, White House rolls back regulations. I, I, I'm the rollback thing. I don't really understand what that means. It's like Walmart rolling back prices. Yes, okay. it, they, when they say rollback, I think of retail. I, I get that. Okay, um, uh, I understand White and House. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good place to start. Okay. That's a good place to start. Okay. Um, so that's as far as I've gotten. I okay. don't know what a deep water horizon is and why there's a next one. So, so there was one and now there's a next one. So we'll get into that a little bit later on because we have news it or lose it coming up as well. So yes. we'll, we'll get into this story next hour. Um, new faith-based Trump rule lets doctors refuse to perform abortions and transitions. Okay, I've got most of that. Okay. Um, but I guess I don't, I'm not clear on what this means... Exactly. Okay. Okay. So she's like, I get it, but I don't. No, I understand this is bad. Right. Um. And but I want to know how he's just allowed to create a new faith-based Trump rule. Like, yeah. how does that work? That he's just like new rule. Well, the idea that Trump is creating faith-based anything is really the problem for me. Yes. Um. Then there was a headline. It's uh, this one isn't hard to understand, but like the details of it are interesting. Ten transgender women seeking asylum just won their immigration cases after months of violence and discrimination. Now, this just sounds like it's important to talk about. Yeah, it is important. So, um, that is something that we can get into a little bit later as well. Um, there's just been a lot of headlines, and today one of the, one of the big stories was the fact that the employment rate is at the lowest. It's been at ni- since 1969. Yes, we so, will get into that too. I yeah. think and use it or lose it because yeah, yeah you, people, your mom yelling at you to get a job now you have no excuse. <laughs> exactly right. So, right. Uh, so great. Okay, so we will get into those at the at, in next hour. Yes. Uh, but once we we take a little break here, when we get back, we will deliver some headline options for news it or lose it, and then we'll get into that at the top of the next hour. Going into uh, politics for dummies, we still have to uh, get some musical theater on your. Air- Airwaves. There's a brand new one, and I believe it is a Chewy tribute, so we have to get to that. So lots more to come. Stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Still talking about food here. <laughs> Almost missed it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, we are back. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, again, if you have not had a taco, please don't hesitate to reach out. It doesn't have to be uh, now. It could be any point in the show if you all of a sudden realize, no, I've never had one. Uh, 833-77-CALL-Q or tweet at us at DTS Show. Or you can uh, direct message us on Instagram at DTS Show. To be clear, we cannot guarantee no judgment, but no. this is an open, sp- a safe space with a hint. You can't of even say it, can like, you? I can't. This is, a, like, s- this is a safe space. We're not going to judge. We won't name you, but we will maybe side eye just a little bit. Uh, as producer Justin so rightly said off the air, yes, Channel Q is giving everyone a voice, even if they're wrong. Even if they're wrong. So, yes. uh, all right, let's get into news it or lose it (laughs) 
Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, I'm going to give you some headlines. You decide what we news, and what we news we get into at the top of the next hour, and what we lose, we just kind of cast it off to the side with a little side eye. Okay. Okay. Here's the first As headline. As if it has never had a taco. As, yeah, we just <laughs> treat it like it's never had a taco. Headline number one, Nana, why don't you get a job? Well, now you can. Unemployment rate hits a new low. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this was like You're a like, grandma what? needs a job kind of story. I'm like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, uh, unemployment uh, stuff. Unemployment is really low. Um, I mean, that's the, the major headline. It's the lowest it's been since 1969. Donald Trump is thrilled that he thinks he can take credit for this one. Yeah, I know. I think everybody's like, insert person who deserves credit here. Exactly. You just right. kind of pick and it's choose. Like, it's because of Obama. It's because sure, of this. It's because yeah. of that. And so. Um, well, we can lose it. Uh, okay. Just a couple of stats before we move on sure. from that. Uh, in 1969, it was at 3.5% unemployment, and average rent was $135, and gas was $0.35 cents a gallon. Holy so, moly. Uh, it's nice that we all have jobs, but also things are a lot more expensive now. Well, and wage growth was actually not up, so like a, there was that was a whole other part of the wage conversation. Wage growth? But yeah, that's, like, a, that's a gay news headline. <laughs> Uh, okay. Who's wage? Yeah. <laughs> who's, Is he coming who's here? Wage? Right. <laughs> All right, headline number two. Pete Davidson and Hillary Clinton are so into each other. I actually I know I'm the politics guy, but I'm in love with this story. Why? I just I think Pete Davidson is doing something right. And I think that something is something very specific. Uh, okay. I think he's You the, think what why? I think because he is he's putting getting it down. Because he's getting women uh, mind you not, let's be clear, he's not with Hillary Clinton, right? Um I just Is that what you thought? Because <laughs> no, 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 that no, no. makes me much more interested no, in this yeah. headline. Let, let's news it. We'll I'm news leaving Kate Beck and Sale for you, for Hillary. Hillary. Uh, uh, all right, cool. We'll news it. All right. Uh, headline number three. Want to feed the world? Start with maggot sausage and insect ice cream. Uh, uh, you seem startled. <laughs> uh, Apparently this is about sausage? alternative forms of protein looking forward into the future, not using... Uh, Protein that provides uh, methane to the world, it's damaging, so using yeah, insects and maggots. Hard pass. <laughs> lose it. Man, I want that story. You All want right. that story? You know uh, what? For you, oh, thank we you. will lose it. All right. FDA will not ban textured breast implants at this time. What a tragedy that is. <laughs> I say we lose it. We yeah. should talk about Miss America, too. We will. Okay. Or Miss USA. Miss I'm USA. sorry. Miss USA uh, made history last night, so we can break that down. We will break down uh, Pete Davidson and Hillary Clinton and their new budding relationship. <laughs> and we will. That's a legend. No. And, uh, and, and maggot sausage. All after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Hanging with you. Thank you for checking us out. You can. Uh, I'm Allie Johnson. Jarrett Hill is in with me today. That's me. That's that guy right there. And Ginger Justin running the board, taking all your questions and concerns. And uh, we are getting into news it or lose it. So, intro, please. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. A few important stories before we get into the 
main stories for News in Erluza today. The really important the stories. The really important stories. Yeah, so there's a story coming out of uh, Seattle in The Guardian. Um, shout out to our, our listeners in Seattle. Um, that this Republican lawmaker has been basically out like touting Republican, I mean, um, <laughs> Republican conspiracy theories, out touting conspiracy theories and like telling his constituents to basically like prepare for civil unrest like arm themselves get ready for a civil war uh very game of thronesy kind of yeah. thing yeah like, do you know, think that that's a coming. reason like people are getting think like things are entering their brains that oh. are warping their sense of reality i mean they're like get I, a dragon and you're like no that's not how the real world works and the dragon market big dragon is really up right now they're really lobbying for this yeah no i mean big I, dragon it's a, it's a big dragon it's a it's a huge uh, dragon lobbying uh, movement out there um but yeah they are i'm hearing myself say that i'm like big dragon Jarrett, really um yeah but so like in recording of this against the story comes from the guardian um and they are basically saying that there are recordings that have been kind of found that he's telling the audience um, all of these conspiracy theories, separatist visions and ex- exhortations for listeners to arm themselves ahead of a looming civil war at a gathering at a remote uh, religious compound in the Northeast um, last year and it's just like what is going on? Jason Wilson reports the story, and it's like uh, it's it's kind of alarming. I mean, there there's plenty of kind conversation. of well, there's arm yourselves. Yeah, I mean, listen for civil yeah, war. There's there's plenty of folks around that say like the way our country's going right now, like the idea of another civil war in the not too distant future is not like outrageous to think is possible. But like, and we just got the unemployment rate down. I know, right? Yeah, but um, but yeah, this this arm yourselves thing is kind of crazy. So well, that was something it just seems like it completely came out of left field. Well, I guess it would be right field, but still. I see just, what you did there. See that, you right? I see what you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it came out of nowhere. It's just like, by the way, this is what we should really be talking about. We're all going to war with each other, so get guns. Yeah. It's like, okay, so, that's just a sidebar. Yeah. Uh, and then we lost an important icon in movie history, Chewbacca. Uh, Peter Mayhew, who played, uh, portrayed Chewbacca in Star Wars, died yesterday at the age of 74. And we actually have a nice little tribute that was made by our friend Twinkie, who gives us musical theater every week. And he thought instead of doing a regular musical theater like he does every time, to- every week, he did a specific tribute to Peter Mayhew. So without further ado, do this is Twinkie's musical theater Chewbacca edition. Wow. And that's it. <laughs> that the the background vocals for one's own foreground vocals. Is that a thing? Yeah, Lead I lead vocals, uh, I guess would be the word. Foreground. The front line vocals. Exactly. <laughs> In I, the trenches. I think I think that whenever somebody does backup vocals for themselves, it should be um, rewarded. I mean And yeah. Twinkie works very hard on these. I don't know that that's going to be playing at 
Peter Mayhew's memorial service. I would yeah, certainly hope so. I can but... make some calls. Oh, really? No. You know the people? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much, Twinkie, for that. I, I don't know if the what people are already grieving or grieving even more now or what's <laughs> happening, but thank you. I appreciate you sending that into us. Pete Davidson and Hero... Hillary Clinton are so into each other. That's what this headline reads. I love this story. And uh, Pete Davidson was attending an after party for his new movie, Big Time Adolescence, at the Sundance. Uh, oh, wait, in January. Oh, no. That was, I think, when they met the first time. Oh, that's when they met the first time. Got it. I think that's what that is. After reportedly splitting with actress Kate Beckinsale and bailing on a stand-up gig at the last minute. Oh, that sounds like him. Shade. I'm going to be... But that's what, come on, that's what bothers me about this guy. That doesn't sound un-Pete Davidson-y. Yeah, like it seems like he would just not show up for something. I saw him do stand-up and I thought it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. He was just up there with a microphone going, I don't know why I got into stand-up, I don't know why I'm here. I really actually can't tell jokes unless I'm high, but now I'm not high. And I was like, what am I watching? Pete Davidson seems like, I mean, with all love and respect, he seems like one of those people who's like doing a stand-up tour because he has a name and people will come out to see him. It's true. Not because he's like an actual stand-up. I don't think he actually even comes from stand-up. No, I think that he just came f- from improv. Right? From improv, Which is yeah. Not the same. And that's what happens is that some of these people they end up making him name, and then they just go on the road because they know they can fill a house, and it's not. It's just them rambling. It's not necessarily a tight routine. Um, but anyway, he ran into Hillary Clinton, and they took a picture with uh, with each other at Rockefeller Plaza at Thirty Rock, which houses NBC Studios for both the news program and the late night sketch show. So she was there doing a news thing. He was there doing SNL. She did. The two- yeah. Post. Rachel Maddow. Oh, oh, she was on Maddow. Nice. I love her. Yeah. I want to see her do stand-up. I'm sure she'd probably be good at it. I could see that. <laughs> I think she'd put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, she's she's actually pretty funny on her show, and so like I could see her having some good time if she had some good writers. Uh, so are Pete Davidson and Clinton dating? <laughs> that is the big question that no one has. He goes from Ariana Grande to Kate Beckinsale to Hillary Clinton. I mean, talk about moving up. What a rebound. If you're going to go to a re- if you're going to have a rebound relationship, I think you got to go old and mature. You got to go to secretary former secretary of state. <laughs> I mean, he is really I mean, she's got to get hers, you know. He was doing his Bill Clinton was doing his stuff. I mean, and she's got to have her own wild affair with Pete Davidson. You know what? I hope that's true, and I hope they are getting it in. Me too. And I either hope that it's Pete Davidson, if not him, Kate Beckinsale. What? That it's got to be either one. Oh, Hillary and, and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're a lesbian. Um, <laughs> I. You Kate can do an Beckinsale. outfit check if Listen, you're ever unclear. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale is so gorgeous. I feel like anybody would be lucky. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. I think anybody. I think she's one of those that transcends oh, sexuality. Yeah. You're just like, everyone's like, yes. She's gorgeous. Um, all right. I don't know how many people watch Miss, watch Miss America and Miss USA pageants. My guess is probably a lot of them are non-taco eaters. Decre- <laughs> <laughs> but some would say a lot of the Miss USA values are antiquated, taboo, as we march forward into the future. But history was made last night by crowning, when they crowned their first black Native American lawyer named Chesley Christ. Yeah, Christ, I think. Oh. I see what you <laughs> I really Chesley Christ. Chesley Christ. <laughs> yeah. That's I, a great lawyer name, though. Well, Miss so, Christ is representing me. Exactly. Right? That, I mean, who's going to argue? Um, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Christ is wrong. I was I was cross-examined by Christ. Like, yeah, that could... <laughs> 
Um, it was really interesting though because the final three, um, the final three in the competition were all women of color, um, which was interesting. One was a Latina, one was black, and then. Uh, Christ or Christ was she's uh, African American, Native American, and white, I believe. Uh, so it was a very diverse group. That was the final three. Um, she was crowned last night in Las Vegas. So uh, big night for her. So congratulations. Yeah, it's. But I was looking at the. I think I I get them mixed up, Miss America and Miss USA. But mm-hmm. I went to the Miss America website. And it says that their 2.0 mission is to prepare great women for the world and prepare the world for great women. And that their whole mission statement is about inclusivity and women in the workforce and things like that. And I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah. I just like, I think that they're getting on. I mean, obviously they had to make a change because they they had to. No one's going to watch all that stuff now. It's just completely irrelevant and the world is changing. So I guess now in 2019, they've all just completely flipped and they're like, inclusivity's great now. Or was it just because the ratings were low? Yeah, well, I mean, the the pageants have been suffering like declining ratings for years, kind of like award shows are as well. Like people are just not as interested. Um, but I think in the, in the era of Me Too and Time's Up, like you these organizations have to really rethink how they're doing this and like a lot of different I don't think Miss USA is one of them but um, a lot of these different pageants are like starting to take out the swimsuit competition and like yeah I did hear that it's not about just being like a a skinny you know person who fits into like a a size zero or whatever and I think the gowns should go away too I think they should at least be able to throw jumpsuits in there or pantsuits something you know I mean like who are these women because like Realistically, these are supposed to be about scholarships, right? Like being able to send these women to college or help them pay for. So pay then, for what college. the hell is this lawyer in there for? Well, like, why I mean, would she's she want... pay for law school? So, but she's already in law. She's already a lawyer, isn't she? I mean, she's probably got a lot of debt. A lot of college debt. I don't know. It's like people that are stripping to get through college. Where Listen, she's like, I'm beauty like, pageanting to right. pay off my loans. I'm going to be Miss USA, so <laughs> deal with me. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm always just curious as to why if you were... I mean, it's great. This woman seems like she knows what she's talking about. I mean, her questions and answers seemed really poignant and interesting and, and, and very educated. But I, when I think of somebody who... When I think of someone who barely answers a question correctly I'm like good job you got through it but when somebody is this smart and this educated I'm like why are you even wasting your time with Miss USA but I guess well, that's something that's her choice well actually I look at it the opposite way like because Miss USA ends up having a platform to be able to go I mean mind you I don't think we ever think about Miss USA outside of the pageant but like they get to go around the country and like really be able to advocate for big initiatives and so like I think it's a kind of a little known thing about it I still have really mixed feelings about the pageant the pageant world mm. uh, my, my cousin is running for she's Miss Calif- Mrs. California and she's going to for Mrs. USA later on this year really? or something. Yeah, it's like it's wild. Wait, so she is Miss California? She's Mrs. California. So like they have a miss like one for married women and one they for like do? single. Yes. They have a matron's one? I didn't even realize this, but yes, she's just she like, was who like, has the best mom hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she is <laughs> Who can she, hold five babies in one minute? <laughs> <laughs> who can who can feed the baby the fastest? <laughs> no, no, she's got she's uh, holds the title. She was like in the Bay Area or Sacramento area, and then she just won Mrs. California in the last month or two. Wow. And in Florida, they will be having Mrs. USA like in June or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody was a fan. Where did this come through on Justin? Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. Somebody uh, messaged us and said, I love the Chewbacca song. I am just having a great time with you both. Oh. And a bunch of emojis. So well, thank thanks. you very much. Thank you for, uh, I'm glad that the, your favorite thing that you've heard so far is was that Chewbacca. rambling tune about Chewbacca. And his legacy. So uh, there's all kinds of different things for you to relate to on today's show. And there's more coming up. So stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back.
the subject. Drop the subject uh, right here on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. I'm Jared Hill sitting in for Kevin Klein with your Allie Johnson on Twitter. Yes. Your Allie Johnson. I'm at Jared Hill. Uh, make sure to go follow us. You can follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram as we're getting Instagram replies from folks. Yes. Um, loving the show. Someone said that I was crushing it. They love you. The people love you. They Allie. love me. You really love me. If we could just get a screen grab of that so I right. could send it to my mom. And to the bosses. And to the bosses. And to the bosses. All yeah. of them. Yep. All right. So earlier we talked about um, politics for dummies you were saying that all these headlines came in and you were like what do these words even mean um, yeah i think that especially with uh, the election water. and everything and, well yeah the deep the deep water horizon is baffling for yeah. a lot of different reasons for me but i think with even when trump got elected and with all the people getting fired and then all the testimonies and all that stuff going on I think it's important to get down to the basics and be like, what does all this mean and how does certain how do these things even work? Because yeah. I think a lot of people will just check out if they don't understand certain aspects of it. They're like, I don't know what that means and I'm going to just walk away. It's very, very easy to get lost even if you're someone who follows it all the time. Okay. So there's a lot to keep to keep up with. Okay, so where are we going to start? <clears throat> we'll start with the Deepwater Horizon story. Um, the, the headline says, White House rolls back regulations meant to avoid the Deepwater Horizon, uh, the next Deepwater Horizon. So for people that don't rep- recognize what Deepwater Horizon is, uh, you'll remember years ago, it was maybe, uh, maybe 10-ish years ago, um, the oil spill that happened in the middle of the Gulf when the oil was just like shooting up out of the thing and they couldn't catch it. Yeah, that was it. terrifying. I remember that yeah i remember there were like ducks up on the beach covered oh, in oil so and they were having to clean them off with like hand soap and stuff like that so yeah so that was a, a huge thing that that the the drilling apparatus out there i can't think of what it's called but that was called deep water horizon ah that was the name uh-huh. of that yes i'm starting to pick de- pick the, up what you're putting down yes okay. the oil rig was Got called deep water horizon so whenever we reference deep water horizon that's that's what they're talking about um okay, so it's not just like a bad 90s movie about space well there's probably that one too <laughs> and there's probably like a, a whole other version of it that we probably couldn't talk about on the radio either <laughs> Uh, so, so uh, yes, this story um, comes out that basically the Trump administration is rolling back some of the regulations that were meant to keep that from happening again. Got it. Okay, um, so we are at risk of another Deepwater Horizon happening because Donald Trump has... He's in, because of big oil. We've been talking about big everything today. Uh, the 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 story says the changes are estimated to save the oil industry $824 million over the next decade. Um <laughs> Which I'll just pause right there. Like, it's going to save them $824 million, but like, they make billions of dollars like every month, you know, every day. Oh. So it's like, you know, what is this really doing for them? The Trump right. administration. It doesn't matter that much yeah, exactly. in the scheme of things. The Trump administration said Thursday that it would roll back several major regulations meant to safeguard offshore drilling rigs, ending a bevy of safety measures put in place after the 2010 Deepwater Horizon spill that spewed 4.9 million barrels of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. So, okay. So we're going to, we're going to cut corners on the rules here so that oil can make a little more money, even though. Well, they had this travesty 10 years ago and it could possibly happen again. So, yes, but also looking at it from the perspective of like they don't have to like live up to these high standards. The problem with that was back when this happened, <laughs> well, was like, these high standards where oil isn't leaking everywhere all over the ocean. OK, exactly. get off my back already. Right, Get your foot off my neck. Yeah, right? Let me so, just put oil all over these ducks and then we'll talk. The, well, the problem was like they would build these these rigs and they drill into the ground and all that kind of stuff. But they didn't have measures 
measures in place for like what happens if I don't know it catches fire and explodes and is dumping wa- dumping oil into the water. There's there was no like protocol for how to fix that. So when it actually happened, it was like oh my god, we don't know what to do, and that's how you have five million gallons of, of uh, barrels of uh, oil in the right, the and water. that lost them a lot of money. Yeah, well, it lost them a lot of money, but it was also like a huge PR nightmare for them forever, right? Like not not even like looking at how horrible it was for the environment and the way that people are still impacted by that even now. But um, yes, that's what that story's about. Interesting. um, The next story was new faith-based Trump rule lets doctors refuse to perform abortions and transitions. So uh, transitions, um, the top of the story says uh, President Donald Trump announced a new rule Thursday that would protect medical providers who object to certain procedures such as abortions, gender transitions for moral or religious reasons, threatening trans people and patients seeking reproductive health care. Wait. Go ahead. There's a new rule that allows them to threaten trans people? Well, this... this um, Go ahead, this, threaten away. This rule threatens trans people. Oh, yeah. okay, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was worded a little weird. Ah. Um, but yes, basically, um, you may remember Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana, and all those years ago, they had that rule that became really controversial that was about religious freedom, where they the whole example was, you don't have to make a wedding cake for a gay couple if you say yes, it's against Yes, the wedding religion. cake debacle. Exactly. That I can understand in food terms. Yeah. If, we, if we go back to like wedding cakes, I'm yes. like, okay, I'm on board. Yes. Which is completely reasonable yeah. for me as well. Um, so <laughs> that was a religious freedoms kind of rule that was implemented in Indiana. And re- the results of that was like, you don't have to make these cakes for these gay people if you don't believe and, it. It's because right. it's your religion. And then what about that lady clerk that was getting in trouble for not? Yes. Her name was Lisa something. And I remember the hashtag was do your job. Or, do yeah. Your like job she, or would have, like she yeah. wasn't doing her job because she was like, I morally object to signing these marriage licenses and yeah. Things like that. Yes. So this is just more of that. Basically, sort of that. Yes. Basically, uh, this rule. Um, the the Donald Trump told uh, folks today. Um, just today, we finalized new protections of conscience conscious rights for physicians, pharmacists, nurses, teachers, students, and faith-based charities. And this They've been wanting in, to do that for a long time. Okay, so this exists in certain states, but now this is like on a federal level. <sighs> yes. Um, so this coming from the White House, this coming out of the Trump administration basically, you know, kind of enacts it in a federal way. It says the 440-page Health and Human Services rule that religious conservatives call, quote, conscious protections, spells out specific services that healthcare workers and patients could refuse or provide refuse to provide or for pay for based on their reliefs, basically abortion, sterilization and assisted suicide. The rule also endorses parents' rights to refuse specific types of care for their children, including suicide assessments. Um, okay. Yeah. I so, want to, why would you want to refuse a suicide assessment? That seems important. Yeah. So this, this is another one of those like super conservative things that feels like it probably came from Mike Pence um, because Donald Trump doesn't have like real ideas about these kinds of things. Right. So why? Yeah. Like he, wouldn't have the idea to to do this yeah uh and why is 440 pages the new norm it's <laughs> like can we cut oh, it down report, like right yeah can we, can she's we, like jesus stop typing already all right um the last story was 10 transgender women seeking asylum just won their immigration cases after months of violence and discrimination so uh this story came from cbs and the reporter was actually gave gave some really interesting information about 65 percent of people that apply for asylum for whatever um, reason that they're leaving their country usually they're in danger of persecution or being killed or whatever um whatever the different specific 
traffic situations are in different places. Um, only about 35% of people actually, like when their asylum cases are able to stay, 65% of people get turned away. Um, and these 10 transgender women, uh, they, you know, the things worked out for them. They were a part of the one third of people who actually ends up getting to stay. Um, the story said from coming from CBS says 10 transgender women who traveled with the caravan that President Trump targeted during the midterm elections have won their asylum cases and been released from a detention center in Texas. Um, basically, um, the 10 were part of a roughly 80 member group of LGBTQ migrants from Central America that splintered from a much larger caravan of thousands that came up through Central America in the fall. You'll remember there was that caravan conversation that Donald Trump was saying there's a caravan of my, of people coming and right, ISIS is in there and all that right. kind of stuff. Oh, Lord. They were a part of that caravan of folks. I don't know how big these caravans could be. I mean, yeah, they're crazy. There's a lot of folks that are trying to leave their countries because they are, in, in this case, they're LGBTQ and like they could be killed for that. They yeah. could be, you know, put in jail for so that. So they were in a detention center in Texas this whole time? I believe so, yeah. That I mean, is a long, that's like years. Yeah. Well, well, it would be from last fall. So it would be a number, like probably eight months or so. Yeah. Oh, during the midterm election. Yeah, oh, during yeah. the, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not, not 2016. I was like, sorry. oh my God. <laughs> let these people well, out. Yeah, Just but, let them somewhere. But that's all, that's a part of it is like uh, you go, they put people into these detention centers. Like a lot of them are, are still children are in these detention centers and families and things like that. So, and they end up being there for a really long time. So um, that is politics wow. for dummies. Well, thank you. I yes. feel a little less dumb now. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I do understand some of this stuff. It's just about getting through the muckety muck. Yeah, for me. it's, it's so, a lot. So yeah, it is a lot. So well, thank you, Jared. That was very well, well worded. Coming for, up, for coming up, we're going to take a look at the things that Uber and Lyft drivers reveal. The mo- they are revealing the most annoying things that passengers do during rides. As someone who uses Uber all the time, and as someone who used to be an Uber driver, I think this list could probably be very triggering. Um, It'll but, be interesting to see what things I think should be on that list because I actually haven't looked at it, and, and what which things I do. You do exactly. <laughs> all that's coming up right yeah. after this break. Yeah. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson here, Jarrett Hill. Did you forget your name? <laughs> I like to have pregnant pauses. <laughs> It's hard for me to get pregnant, so. She's like, who am I, really? <laughs> Let me think about this. <laughs> I've had many side jobs in my life. I've been a dog walker. I worked at the American Girl Cafe for a time. Wait, the, they have a cafe for the... That's the doll place, right? Yes, okay. they have a cafe, and they have waitresses and waiters in pink aprons pouring tea for dolls, <laughs> and that is what I did. You say that as if you really loved that I job. I loved it. It was actually one of my more lucrative jobs, but then really? after the Christmas job, uh, after the Christmas rush passed, I was let go. <laughs> Wait, why was it more lucrative? They just paid well? Yeah, because there was a bunch of, I mean, it's always big parties of girls that oh, are there, okay. you know, for birthdays or it whatever. Good tipping situation. Hmm? Good tipping situation. Yeah, it was just a good, decent tipping and they that. paid a decent hourly wage as well. But you, they also had this weird system where you'd like flood in a lunch rush and a tea time and a dinner. T- it was like the way that they set it up was very lucrative because you had to force the tables to turn over at a certain rate. It was crazy. Hmm. Uh, it was actually very good money-wise. It was demoralizing for on a personal level, but <laughs> oh, no. I really, especially because I had to have a little box of conversation starters about the dolls and talk to the kids about it, and then they'd scream at me, and it was, it was bad. Uh, but it was nice for a time. But one of the other things that I did 
was that I was an Uber and Lyft driver. And that was nice because I got to set my own schedule for all the auditions I wasn't getting called in for. Mm. <laughs> that took a turn there at the mm-hmm. end. I didn't <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so... It helped me through some tough times, and I think this list is interesting. Uber and Lyft drivers have revealed the most annoying things that passengers do during rides, and I have not gone through this list, nor has Jarrett, and as a frequent Lyft passenger, mm-hmm. you, what do you think will be on this list for you? What do you think is the biggest pet peeve I was for about some of these to drivers? Look, I was about to look, but I'll wait. I, <clears throat> there's got to be something about conversation in here, right? Like, as a passenger... But also as a driver, it's like there's got to be something about the conversation. I would imagine something about being drunk and okay. like vomiting. See, that was going to be mine. Yeah. I was like, that's definitely a pet peeve of mine when you vomit. Yeah. You know what else is a pet peeve of mine is when you come into my car and then pass out promptly and I don't know where to take you. That was before you could put in where you were going at first. Oh, they didn't have that at first? No, you could put in... Uh, well, oh, I like actually, you know, what? no, I, I had a girl that I had was supposed to take to a certain place and then she was there for like a work party mm-hmm. and this other guy got in the car with her and they were like, can you drop him off too? And I was like, okay. And then he passed out and me and the girl were like, where does this guy live? Who is he? Oh, no. So we had to literally rifle through his things and find his ID and go to some address that was on his ID card and hoped that he lived there. Oh my God. And then, yeah, it was really, yeah. So, and then another time a girl got in and then pe- immediately passed out and I was like hello where do I where are you going hitting the brakes all the, really hard yeah. just to see if it'll wake her up <laughs> right and I, they don't wake up yeah I would imagine the last thing so I would imagine something about conversation something about being drunk and probably something about like leaving stuff in the car Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good so, one. All right. Uh, I would, as a driver, I enjoy when people leave things in the car. Well, because now, like, they have the whole thing where, like, you can alert them and they'll come back. They'll have to bring it back, but there's a fee for it and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they have a regu- It's all regulated. Yeah. All right. Number one, eating smelly foods. Oh, that's awful. I actually never experienced this as a driver, and I'm glad, but noxious smells easily topped the list with almost every driver complaining about pungent food. When you are in somebody else's small space, I think there are different rules. You can't take stinky foods into small confined spaces like elevators. Studios. Studios, exactly. A lot of people get very anal about food being brought into these studios. Uh, I think it's also that the, the engineers really don't like it because you could spill a giant plate of, you know, nachos. Yeah, tachos, tachos. all over the board <laughs> and then it's, it doesn't work properly. So that's fr- frustrating. I, yeah, I'm always thinking about that. Even like if I bring something in here, like I had some banana bread that w- I made on Instagram yesterday and I was like, okay, this isn't like really loud. I, I can eat this in here. But like, yeah, you have to think about like the other people that are around you. Yeah. And so I don't always think about it. Kevin would always make fun of me because I would bring in stinky lunches mm-hmm. and I really had nowhere else to eat them because we'd be in the studio prepping for the next yeah, show and yeah. that's where I would, I would be starving. Yeah. I'm like, well, I have to open and my meatloaf, like, okay? And that's what I made for myself. Well, we do have that in common, that I love a meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, I'm, I'm not going to feel ashamed of that. Weed. While food smells are a matter of personal preference in most cases, marijuana odor or even the perception of it can cause bigger headaches for a driver. I get that. I, especially in California now where weed's legal everywhere. I was in a I was in a lift the other day, coming from a career day. Like I had like an Uber pool, and the other guy like he smelled like 
like a joint. He he smelled like a joint. <laughs> and the driver, when I got in, she was like, oh, you smell so good. And I didn't really pick up what she was putting down. And then he got out of the car. And she goes, oh, my God. Ah. And I was like, what? Because I didn't recognize that she was. She was like, oh, I was so glad that you smelled like you smelled because it kind of canceled out what he smelled. Wow. Like, yeah, okay. Bad. Well, I see as... I don't know as a driver if I would really have a reaction to that, but as a passenger, if I smell somebody else smelling like weed, I'm like, good for you. <laughs> I'm like, good there you go, you. buddy. You just yeah. kid, you get, yeah, just yeah. live your life. Um, disagreeing with the root. Now, this is the first one that I 100% agree with. That would be a big pet peeve of mine. I definitely had, you have GPS, okay? You've got Waze, you've got Google Maps, you've got whatever you're using. And if so, some people would get right in the car and be like, I know where we're going, so just go where I'm telling you yeah. to go. And I'd be like, all right, fine. At least I know consistently that that's what's going on. Right. You're just going to direct me. But if you are mo- if you are over the shoulder backseat driving and monitoring where the little oh, dot yeah. is going, and I then you're that. telling me to take certain things that, and then it's actually not faster and then you're still angry by how long it's taking, then that's on you. See, so. I get annoyed when I get in the car and they're like, so how would you like to go? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what does the phone say? <laughs> like, that has happened to me a few different times and it's like, you literally have GPS. Like, and it's oftentimes like, if I'm going to go like, speak somewhere or whatever, I'm like, I've never even been to this place. I Could you, I don't know. Like, Just get there. Yeah. Okay, let the robots figure it out. Uh, slamming the door. I feel like I'm always really conscious of like people's doors and stuff like that. I don't think about this at all, which really? means I probably do it. Yeah, my my parents were always like, "Stop slamming those doors!" Like in the house and then in the car, the same thing. My dad was like really protective of his cars, so yeah. Yeah, but then on the other side, if I don't slam it hard enough, then then it's open. Well, there's a distinction between like closing it hard enough and like slamming it. I where have it's to like, close it just hell? right. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. Why is everyone so upset about that? It's just a door. Well, because because I mean. If it's your car and people are like slamming, oh, I guess it didn't bother you. All right, manners. Now, this is might have something to do with the conversation. Do not be rude to the driver. Everyone has a bad day, but you're in someone's personal vehicle. We're here to get the customer from point A to point B, but we're also the face of the company, so I'm happy to help answer people's questions. Okay, so this might have to do with the conversation aspect. I was fine having conversations with people. If people were rude to me, I would definitely shut off the conversation and just kind of get them. You realize like, okay, this person sucks. So I'm just going to be quiet and I'm going to get them to their destination. But if some people want to talk, you can tell. And then you end up talking to them the whole way there. And some people you can tell don't want to talk at all and that's fine. I meant to find it in my Insta stories, but I got into an Uber and like before we got off of my block, my driver had told me that she'd had to try, she tried to have an abortion and couldn't. Oh. She tried to break up with her boyfriend and he's obnoxious. She hates driving for Uber because it's so this. I was like, she had told me like five major life things and we literally had not gotten off of my block. <laughs> like that's not even exaggerating. I do think there is something to be said for people who become Uber or Lyft drivers or rideshare in general and they use that as an opportunity to complain about their own lives to every person oh that God. gets in their car or they're talking about their side business that they're trying to tell. Yeah. And that's the other thing that's And they have their cards readily available. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have this theory that some people make their lives seem really crappy because they want tips. So it's like, I, this is so hard. I have to do this. And my daughter just got out of the hospital. 
blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, this got here quickly. Are yeah. you just saying this because you want me to feel bad for you? She's like, I said good morning. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just said, how's your day? Yeah. I, how's your life? I don't, I maybe I'm a bad person. Like, I tip really well in person, like at restaurants, but I don't really tip my drivers. Um, but I always give five stars. That's good. I, yeah. I That'll mean, keep them employed. If they do something really, if they do something that's annoying, I will. I would rather not give any rating than give them four stars or less or something. Oh, I Unless see. Unless they just do something that's egregious. But if they do something ridiculous, yeah, like the next one on the list is making female drivers uncomfortable. And that's happened to me before. And that is a no, no. That is a yeah. two, two, one star, whatever. Like, I am happy to report that or say whatever yeah. I need to because there's no way. I mean, especially if certain women are out with their friends and then they're taking a lift ride home by themselves. They want to feel like they're in a safe, comfortable space and a lot of crazy has happened yeah. among Uber drivers and things like that in crime. So definitely make them feel safe. Don't make them feel uncomfortable or gross or, hey, I'm headed to your house anyway. Maybe Ooh. I could f- get a hookup out of this. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're running out of time. So not being ready to leave, that's kind of obvious when you're waiting. Now they have a rule against that. They said the, the driver's going to be there for five minutes and if you're not there by then, you're gone. So I'm I'm not great about that. Oh no, I'm, Jared. Yeah. I sometimes, I mean, I try and get there as quickly as I can. But I should be on the curb when they get there. But especially if they're picking me up from home, I'm really bad about that. Okay, that's a. But that's I'm a, always very apologetic. Doesn't matter. Well, I always say doesn't like, matter. I always say you can't be terrible and unapologetic, right? Like if you're gonna be terrible, <laughs> yeah, you have true. to be apologetic. You, you can't, can't just, just be like, "Hi, exactly, I'm here now." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I always I think because me and my wife both were drivers at some point. We are out there before the driver gets there. Yeah. And I get very nervous if they're there and I'm not because I feel really bad that they're waiting. And the next one that you also don't do, not tipping. I didn't... I, tipping was like such a new part of the app. It was like, that wasn't always you, You're a not thing. grandfathered into not tipping. Yeah. Oh, I know, okay. it's a bummer. I, I tip better for airport rides. If it's just a short ride, then not always. Uh, okay. Using an incorrect or inaccurate pickup point, that's another one. And, and once you get there, you're like, where are you? And you're like, where are you? I'm over here. <laughs> I don't know how to get there. So that's annoying. And then vaping. <laughs> that oh. was the final one. Interesting. And I, yeah, I, uh, I, I would be... I guess I wouldn't put it past some vapor to be like, what's up, my vape? I'm going to vape anywhere in time. So those are the biggest pet peeves, according to Lyft and Uber drivers. I have experienced some of these. I'm guilty of some of them, as are you. Yeah, And I that's am. okay, you know? I'm sorry, guys. We're not perfect. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. All right, we're going to take a break, and we must get into the nominees and the official winner of the gayest news headline of the week. So we'll use that to close out the show after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q. That was a real throwback. I'm pretty sure I danced to that at like my seventh grade dance. <laughs> so that's really nice. To and, right and, ri- so, and right now. And right now. It's like la 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 la. Okay. Uh, so. Gay news headlines. We have to go through the nominees and announce an official winner. Also, just wanted to quickly let you know, if you head on over to wearechannelq.com, there's all kinds of fun things that you can enter to win, including a trip to New York to attend New York City Pride, which is going to be crazy this year. You will get round-trip airfare. You will get a four-night stay in a New York City hotel. So all you have to do is enter to win at wearechannelq.com. You and your guests have to be 21 to enter and to go. And also, you could get VIP tickets. VIP tickets. VIP tickets. (laughs) 
that would be ridiculous, uh, to the Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas. So there's all kinds of fun stuff for you to enter to win. So head on over there as soon as you can. Go now. Go well, now. Go in a minute. Uh, we have to get through the gay news headlines of the week. Every week we scour through the headlines. We find the gayest headlines we possibly can. Then we announce official nominees and declare a weekly winner. So here we go. Gayest news headline of the week. No, no. Okay, you're saying no. You're going whoop, whoop, Justin whoop. just did a face that was like, disaster! Disaster! <laughs> and even when Justin freaks out, it's very calm. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> no. Ay, 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 uh. <laughs> Do you got it? We have technical issues, oh. as you can see by the screw flying off of the uh, microphone yeah, right now. Okay. So uh, right. stall for uh, The next seconds. 20 minutes, right. yeah. <laughs> well, you're the one telling me that we only have a couple minutes to talk about all this stuff, yeah. and then now I'm trying to throw to you and make this a nice, succinct thing. And I'm sorry, I have to restart the computer. Oh, oh. all right, so there forget will be that. No sounds. That'll be, yeah. okay. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> Within the radio business, if you take one, if you reboot the computer, then the whole it, thing's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. So forget it. Okay. Headline number one Gordon Ramsay roasted over white cocktail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Headline number two Despite mounting problems, lawmakers satisfied over hearing. Oh, that one just took the lead. <laughs> Despite mounting problems? Yes. Okay, so number two so far. <laughs> okay. Green fingered residents. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why is it green, though? Yeah, You'll know. Too much sugar. Green-fingered residents urged to compete in garden competition. Oh, this is the most lesbian headline, yeah. I think. <laughs> okay. A garden competition? Right. My fingers are nice and green. <laughs> okay. Authorities break up cockfighting ring at Philadelphia home. Okay. <laughs> and then headline number five. Beluga whale with Russian harness raises alarm. The harness does make it feel very Folsom Street Festival. <laughs> Um, can you read you the just second see one? see a beluga whale right. in a harness like, let me be me. <laughs> <laughs> let me be me. <laughs> okay. What's number two? Number two is despite mounting problems, lawmakers satisfied after hearing. I think that's the one. That's your one? Okay, I that's your so. vote? Yeah, what about you? Uh, let's see. The green fingers. I think that, well, green fingers has definitely piqued my interest. I'm also interested in white cocktail. Okay. Uh, okay. What about you, Justin? Do you have a preference or are you still figuring out screws and, and computer like malfunctions? fixing everything over here. These microphones, I swear, I don't know who made them, but they're programmed in a way where the screw just it gets looser and looser every day, yeah. and then after a week, it just collapses on itself. <laughs> uh, all right, do you have a? Can we have a drum roll at least? Oh, we're thumbs up. Okay, here we go, right, and so really, there we go. There we go. The winner. <gasps> Despite mounting problems, lawmakers <laughs> satisfied after hearing. I can't believe it. Wow. The word satisfied is really what puts it over the I'm, top. You know what? There were some mounting problems, but I'm satisfied. But I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for hanging out with us this week. We will be back for a new set of live shows next week. Have a pleasant weekend. Eat a taco. Yes. Have or a tacho. wonderful. Yeah, or tachos. Hey, we don't judge you as long as you're eating something and uh, enjoying all of the Cinco de Mayo festivities, but also with cultural appropriation. Oh, right? no. Jesus. Here we go. Let's just be, be, don't be mindful. Wear, yeah, be mindful, yes. people. All right. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye.